Those spikes, those sunflower seeds. Just the icing on the serial killer cake. What is this? It's obviously a very good league. This is podcast. It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Soccer started. Yeah. Soccer started. I wonder where 10 years went. Indy City Football Live. Brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Cole and Shelby Street, Jason Chisholm, and Carrie Birch are the pot squad! Indy City Football Live. The podcast. They walked all over you. I'm sorry. I know it's going to happen. And I like still you don't do even care about me being here. <laughs> okay, we are, we are two weeks down on this league. What is Indy City Football Live? Oh shit, Carrie's not here. What is Indy City Football? Live or Indy City Football? Well, live? I can't tell you. Live? I show up here, I eat snacks, we talk about soccer, sometimes racing, usually racing, every time we talk about beer. I don't know what we do here. These are all things on the agenda for today, FYI. I believe it. Well, what is Indy City Football for all of our new listeners? Indy City Football is a recreational neighborhood based soccer league with a good citizenship twist twist have we done a twist yet this season uh, we have not actually i don't think we've ever addressed was. what indie city football is in not. any of these weeks <laughs> we have not this was the first time doing that so this is why we need an agenda so not only can teams and players earn points from winning and tying soccer games but also through good transit practices like carpooling or riding Mm -hmm. a bike or walking in but also going to after parties at our lovely generous sponsors Mm -hmm. and different volunteer opportunities like donating items that are asked for or helping out a neighbor or um doing (laughs) cleanup at your local river or our personal favorite donating blood yes blood we could actually clean up the blood from the rip. No, never mind. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do we want to? Do we have anything to talk about before we get into the scores? Um, just, just do the scores. Yeah, let's get right into somewhere. it. All right. So we'll start with App Properties League Two scores from Week Two. Ooh. Uh, our first game that we're going to cover is Intermonon and Near East United. Intermonon mm-hmm. won that match 6 0. Uh, the other 6 20 game was Sporting White River, who won 5 1 over Old North United. Mm-hmm. The 7 40 games, we had Broad Ripple City over Midtown 4 2. Mm hmm. Southside Soccer Club over FC Fountain Square, 5-1. to one. Woo! Yeah. And Upper Downtown FC over Old Speedway City, 9-3. to three. So I want to comment on the Brip Midtown because I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Two relegated teams. Um, I thought it would be kind of close just because I feel like I think very similarly of these teams. And what I mm-hmm. love about them is they're both very actively like community engaged which we always talk about we always talk about how much we love broad ripple and tom and midtown and andy and everything like that Mm -hmm. um but i heard good things about this game it sounded like it was very friendly it was a good time i think four two is also representative of a very competitive game that's a very close score 
um, in terms of Indy City football. Yeah, I, uh, I did talk to Tom afterwards, and they were kind of relieved to have, have won the game. Mm. So I think it was a good game for both. Absolutely. Yeah, they struggled a bit last year, so it was good to get back in the win column for them. Now, uh, on the flip side of that, uh, Old Speedway City desperately needs a goalkeeper because it's not going to be me anymore. Is this your retirement announcement? I, th- I thought I was doing that last year, guys, but um, apparently I'm not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was a, it was a tough game. It was a all, whole almost all-new squad there for Old Speedway City. Upper Downtown's a very good team. I don't know if I've said it on the pod. I've said it in person. Upper Downtown should not have been relegated. Their biggest issue last year was people showing up and being mm-hmm. on vacation and just staffing in general. When they showed up, they are an unbelievable team. Yeah, they're going to be challenging for promotion for sure. So yeah. I had them predicted in third. I got some looks. I feel a little bit vindicated in week two. I'm going to judge you for everything you say ever. Well, that's fine. Especially when it's recorded like this. Yeah. Joining us now live, the man, the myth, the manager himself, who left his soccer ball at Kuntz Stadium last week. Sporting White River's own Noah Simpson. Hey, that's me. Did you know you left your ball? Uh, two weeks ago. Did you do it again? You might have done it again. That's possible. Anyone who knows me, they know it's a strong possibility. Carly might have your ball. Oh. So, no, you worked hard this offseason to, uh, to, to rebuild the Sporting White River team. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how that you found the people? Mostly luck, if we're being honest. I played in four leagues, and I strategically scattered them across different parts of the city, from you know, Noblesville to Sports Zone. Had some inside scoops from some friends. Um, and then once I found like one or two good players, I kind of glommed onto them and like, hey, do you have friends? And some of them were like, yeah. Some of them were like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you do. Yeah. I was like, welcome. welcome. You've, you've come out of the gate strong. Uh, um, you have an 8-2 win over Garfield and a 5-1 win over Old North. Now we're going into the Indy Cup. You're going to be playing a League One team. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I've... Honestly, got a lot of confidence. Um, the goal this season is to not lose. Oh. And we're going to hold to that. Not lose. Simple. Straightforward. And Love I might it. come back in two weeks on the podcast and be like, guys, we just lost twice to League One teams back to back. But I'm, I'm but if it's in, confident. If it's in the Indy Cup and a uh, interleague showcase, it's not as bad as in the regular week, in the regular season. Because I, I plan on seeing you guys – as one of the top four teams in League Two. Yeah, I think top four might be a little low. Top top two, maybe. Top one. Wow. wow. Sitting on top of the mountain. Wow. I was Looking told down this, was on the us energy, this was this was the t- this was the energy my team wanted to bring this week, and I'm always a team guy. All right. Okay. Um you got any questions for him? To recruit all of these people, how many miles did you put on your car? Going to all of these games? Ooh, that's a good question. So probably like 40 miles a week. Because the distance between Noblesville and Sports Zone is, is far. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably like 40 to 60 miles a week. Split it across three or four months. 
I was a human resources major, so math isn't my strong suit. Okay. But someone out there's gonna make fun of me. They'll tell you. Figure they it out. The people yeah. will tell you. Yeah, I actually am pretty confident that at least two people on my team will shoot me messages as soon <laughs> as this releases. Rumor has it Adam Schmuddy has already designed a bike path between those places. Really? Yeah. He's probably biked it. Probably. Incredible. Man's work, a nut. All right, so um, oh. I wanted to address a rumor I heard about sporting white rivers noah simpson rumor i heard a rumor in the off season this is also once again in honor of carrie who is not here tonight she didn't die she's okay but she's just not here uh i heard a rumor that you were interested in getting the league tattoo uh, that is absolutely true i am a tattoo can i say slut <laughs> Why not? Uh, I'm, Why not? I'm a tattoo slut. We're not sponsored by anyone that would censor us. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't on PBS. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the league tattoo looks fun. I like it's it's a gorgeous tattoo. It's got great design aesthetic, good colors. It's good tattoo. Shelby, is this yeah. your tattoo or is this Cole's uh, bell? This is my tattoo. You know, you do the bell if you win at all. Yeah, I would have to earn the bell, but I would. You do have the to bell. earn the bell. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think the only. So I, Jordan had asked me in the off season, hey, Noah's interested in getting the tattoo. Is that okay with you? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. On one condition. And that's that you go to the same artist. Oh yeah, that's absolutely reasonable. You that was my only thing. Yeah. Um, who I still haven't actually talked to in person about the fact that we use that and turn it into a TIFO. Um, I'm going to use the excuse that I was like six months pregnant at the time. So I'm not really walking into tattoo shops at that point. Yeah, and like it's it's on you, so it's it's yours. Yeah. That's how copyright law works, right? Sure. I have no idea. That's why I've got a bunch of Pokemon on my leg. I own them now. Okay, Noah. Um, Indie Cup is set up where it's a random draw after the first week, so you'll know who you're playing. You'll have two weeks, but that's it. You don't know who you're going to be playing until when we do the random draw, which will probably be like the week mm -hmm. before. Yeah, probably. Does that make you nervous as an up-and-coming team who wants to dominate the Indy Cup, not knowing who you're going to be playing round two? Um, no, not, not particularly. Uh, it's all luck, right? So whoever we get, we have to beat at the end anyway. So if it's Riverside, it'll be a tough game. If it's anyone else, it'll be a tough game maybe. We'll see. <laughs> it'll be a tough game maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So remind me, does all of Indy Cup happen in sequential weeks? Mm -hmm. right, or no. it's spaced out? Like we do a little bit of Indy Cup, mm -hmm. we go back to regular games, back to Indy Cup. Okay. How many times do we bebop? How week, many bees, how many bops, Jason? Week three, week six, week nine, week 13, and week 16. Okay. For your Indy Cup weeks. Southside will battle Sporting White River the game before the next Indy Cup game. Which leads me to my do next we? question. Which is, are you a Ted Lasso fan? No. Okay. Well, you're not going to understand the reference then, so never mind. Not a fan or don't watch it? Don't watch it. I don't have anything against the show. I just don't have okay. Apple products, so I don't have Apple TV. Okay. We have to borrow Podmother Liesel's Apple login. Thanks, buddy. But do you have <laughs> something I can show my team that will motivate them to just come out, just crush you? Do you yeah, want him to walk into the other room and punch our baby? Yeah, so my, my <laughs> team, I actually, before I came on the podcast today, I, um, 
I asked my team if mm-hmm. they wanted to be quoted on the podcast. Oh. So um, they have a couple things, and we can just say they're directed towards Southside. Okay. Um, first and foremost is uh, Noah Simpson is the hottest team manager in the league. Well, okay. Uh, that was for my wife. She's the best. Um, Zach said uh, three goals is too many goals. I'm the best goalkeeper ever. Um, our striker said our goal differential is top tier, which would be true, Garen, if you scored more. Unfortunately, oh. we're currently oh. second in the league on goal oh. differential. Oh. Um, oh. oh, okay. And the last one, which I think is really important, is uh, they specifically said, watch out for our secret weapon, number 23. <laughs> <laughs> Any comment on that, Jason? Do you want to give any context, or do we just let that be? I don't know the context. I know that's the year. Did they all get printed as 23? Oh, Sporting White Rivers yep. jerseys came in. They did unique numbers. Every single one was printed as 23. I would like to let the record show I did write down 23, because I did not know that. <laughs> Which sucks, because uh, when we handed off the jerseys, so Cole ended up with all the jerseys prior mm-hmm. to this week. Um, or this most recent week. And when we walked in, Noah grabbed all the jerseys and I was like, oh, unfortunately this year, as opposed to the super kits last year, there's no like sticker on the outside that shows you like the size and the number. Like you're Mm -hmm. just going to have to open them all up and then figure it out from there. And he was like, oh, so does this mean that this is an adult medium? And I was like, yeah, maybe. I was like, but you should probably just go based off the number. And he's like, oh, good point. Yeah, we all got numbers. And ironically, like the first one they pulled out obviously was a 23. And so I was like, yeah, whoever's 23, that's their jersey. And it probably wasn't. They were all 23s. They were all 23s. Yeah. Cody walked over to me and said, well, if I give the card out, who do I assign it to? Everybody. That would be a hard yellow card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be a little rough. For the and, now, and now you also mentioned in there, too, you're, you don't lead um, League 2 yet just right now. We don't. We don't. We are second in goal differential right now. Mm-hmm. Um, behind, behind upper downtown, mm. yeah. oh. and they have Intermon on right behind them, and then your top four South Side South Side Soccer Club right behind them. So. Love me a good fourth place. Yeah, so we uh, just aren't we we haven't scored, and we need to score more. And the team knows it, and they get berated at the end of every game, um, right before I buy them beer. Well, you don't have to worry about um, this week or next. Well, you probably have to worry about it during the interleague showcase you'll want those extra that chance for an extra buy for league two um and that's what you get for the interleague showcase you're going to want to win the indy cup i know that um everyone knows you guys are going gunning for it and uh you can get back to your goal scoring ways by the next time you actually take the pitch which will be against Southside, right yeah june 22nd Oh boy, we lost four two last year, so our hope is to come back and and have a little revenge game, get a W. Are there many people even on your team that were that played last year for Sporting White River? Three, four, four, yeah. So we kept four people and nobody else. Fun. You have on top of your head how many games Southside's won, or I'm um, not Southside, sorry. Sporting White River has won their two years of existence. Oh no, I. I would know. Sounds I know like you last know, Jason. Too. Well, they beat us in the playoff the first year both teams existed. So at least three games. I think that's the only time I might have yelled at a ref. That's when we played Sporting White River. 
I uh, limped off of that game. Actually rolled off of that game. Because is that the one where they were changing out their goalie in like the last four minutes of the game? Yes. I had some words that night. We did score on Olympico. That's cool. That's when we played on the PVC goals, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure. (laughs) You won a total of seven games. All time? All time. Yeah, we're doubling that this year. I don't even know if that's a question. It's not quite possible, but yeah. I was going to say, is, you just mean like you want to get to 14 oh, total. Are, are you counting the two that we've already won? So it's five plus two? Five plus the two last year is okay, seven. So seven. Yeah, we can win seven games this year. So you got to win seven more games this year. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to But you can do, do. yeah. Yeah, we're going to match that. You're right, I can't double, but could we? How many games are in the... 12 oh, weeks? Oh. If 11 no. In the Indy Cup. Yeah. My Indy Cup games could rebel. But I don't count that in the regular season. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know how this league works anymore. Yeah, no, that's fair. Rules. No one does. All right. Um, Finn's pissed about it. This is fucking bullshit, guys. Probably. Well, thank you, Noah. Are you going to stick around to do some League 2 talk? Or, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, League 1? Yeah, I have no valid input, but I can talk. Uh, before I go, though... Matt Maples, you put together a wonderful team. It was a fantastic game last week. Mwah. I love that. We had a great time. Southside South looked amazing. It was a really good turnaround. I think the biggest difference I noticed from the sidelines from game one versus game two is the subs. Yeah. I think game one, people were scared to come out. Mm-hmm. And then the new folks were scared to go in. Mm-hmm. You don't have that confidence to be like, hey, you, get off the field. Yeah. Let me come into midfield. And then, you know, some of the vets don't want to, like, put us in a bad position because we don't know the mm-hmm. new folks. It's also we haven't seen each other in a while. We haven't played together in a while. So yeah. saw a lot of subs, a lot of calling people directly off, mm-hmm. putting people directly on. And it was a great time. Yeah. And shout out to every single one of our new players who was there. Uh, Fantastic. Gage, we love all of you guys. A.K.A. Willis. I like to call him not Gage. Yeah, not Gage. A.K.A. Willis. We AKA have two Gages Little on our Onion. team now, Noah. Um, Which is so interesting because yeah. that's such a unique name. Yeah, and they're spelled differently. Outside of Southside, I've only ever, ever met one other Gage in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Your team gauges a lot of interest. You're not welcome but, back. But um, Tiss. Um, and Matt and Brian, y'all balled out. Welcome to Indy City Football Live. At this moment, we are coming to you extra live. Kyle Jayner is checking to see if he needs to fulfill his civic obligation and serve jury duty later this month. He is currently on hold, has been on hold. I hear a lot of keypad pressings. Press one for this, press two for that. No information yet. He looks defeated. Does this mean he has been summoned? A lot of verification. Going to jury duty. He's going to jury duty. Kyle. I always wanted to do it once. I just have shit to do. Yeah, that's why I had to call an eye. You check in the day before. That's why I, 
All right, Kyle, talk to us about your jury duty experience. How does it feel to serve your community? Um, I took We the People in high school, which is a government class. So you're super excited. Um, my teacher told me this was like the highest civic honor. And, and like, I've wanted to do it since then. But I got things to do tomorrow. So this is not ideal. And Finn is upset that I have to go to jury duty. Uh, Finn is upset, but don't worry. He has a binky attached to his arm. So he'll get over it. He'll be good. He also cannot be summoned for jury duty. Not yet. For about 18 more years. 17. So that's pretty cool. 17 years, nine months. Some change. Um, I also took a class in high school. I don't think it was the same version, but this woman was talking about how it should be an honor to serve mm-hmm. on jury duty. And she was in her like late fifties had never been summoned. <laughs> her daughter who was in her early twenties had been summoned three times. Yeah. This is the second time I've technically been summoned. The first time though, they threw it out cause COVID. Um, they were like, we're not, we're not doing the court thing. So yeah. you're good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? Is there any chance that you show up and get dismissed? Um, well, yeah, I'd say it's pretty likely because I have opinions and they don't like people that have opinions. Interesting. Uh, so I have to check in for jury duty a week from today, almost exactly, after okay. 5 p.m. Monday mm-hmm. for potential jury duty next week. Um, and on the off chance, I there is a judge that is my neighbor. So if that is the presiding judge i'm assuming mm-hmm. i will be dismissed yeah uh my cousin is a bailiff oh so if he's involved i'll probably get dismissed yeah. uh there's also some lawyers in the league so that would be kind of interesting yeah matt maples see you in court yeah matt maples is he the is he the lawyer or is that detmer and so's detmer lawyer. they're both lawyers they're both lawyers i'm That's pretty why. sure detmer if you're not a lawyer let us know on twitter you should go to law school. He is a lawyer. Congrats, guys, on your law degrees. Um, well, there is uh, a man I went to high school with that committed a pretty awful crime. So if it's Ooh. his case, won't be won't be Recently? part of it. Like two years ago, but he hasn't had the trial yet. Mm. You can find anything on Indianapolis's public records. Facts. All right. Anything else to say about jury duty, serving your community? No, I mean being a public servant. I hope that if I have to sit on a jury and we deliberate and we find someone guilty, they don't run away because that happened to someone I know. Um, So Um, yeah, we'll see. I'll keep you updated next week. Um, Probably can't talk about most of it, but I'll give a high level overview of my experience. Yeah. Okay, thanks, bye. All right, we're gonna go to the app properties, league one scores. We had our first draw of the season. <gasps> Sporting Heron Morton and Martindale AFC two apiece. Crazy. Such good teams. Sporting Heron Morton needed that point. Needed desperately. We also, sorry Sporting Heron Morton, we've been trash talking you guys for a long time. Some of it deservedly, some of it not. But I think you guys have turned it around. It seems like you're having a good time this year. Our next game was Riverside City. Taking on Mapleton, and that final was three to two. So close. Mapleton almost stole the game, but they did steal something else, and we'll get to that later. Yeah, well, they they uh, stole the first game of the year from Hallville, and uh, they almost did it again at Riverside. Okay, the next game, Hallville CD 
were winners over Atletico Pogue's run 7-2. Anything to say about your alma mater? I saw a fantastic goal from Pogues. Yeah? Uh, cross, she headed it in, looked great. I thought we were down. I asked the team what the score was. Apparently, we were not down at all. So, turned out to be a good bounce-back game, and I think we have enough players now in Hallville, so. Good for you. I think uh, that was our turning point of the game, or the season, so. Mm. Um, Quick Hallville shout-out to uh, Henry. Thanks for getting a beer with Sporting White River at Guggenhaus House after the game. You are a wonderful beer compatriot. And whoever the keeper is, but I don't remember your name. And I apologize for this. There you go, Bill. 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 Yeah, that's it. It was Bill. Yep. Yeah. Real Fletcher Place took on Irvington FC, took home the win 6 2. And final game of at properties, League One was Meridian Kessler over Bates Hendricks FC 9 to 1. This was crazy to me because this is the flip side of the Midtown Broad Ripple where this is two teams that got promoted Mm -hmm. and this is such a wildly different score. Yeah, I remember playing Meridian Kessler last year and obviously they ended up going up. They're tough. My thought was if they just scored more goals, they would be even scarier. Um, And it appears that they are scoring lots of goals and in a hurry. Finn, do you have anything to contribute? There's a baby on the microphone. He's just going to drool on He's it, just probably. staring. Thousand-yard stare. He's really good at staring. And my, concern, my concern with League One right now is the pogies. Yeah. I know they were a pick to win it all by the commissioner, and I will say they were missing a keeper mm-hmm. in week two. Max, where are you? And that could be the big turning point for them, but they need to get their keeper back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm- obviously sporting here Morton gets a point which was very much needed that leaves Pogues Bates and Irvington without points uh two of the three of them are in the drop I don't have it in front of me here I have the your standings we can go down I'll go down league one and league two let's do it all right leading your app properties league one standings Meridian Kessler United Mm. on a goal differential um over Riverside City both of those teams sit at six. Martindale AFC uh, is third oh. with four. Okay. Hallville is fifth, uh, tied for fifth with Fletcher Place, Mass Ave, and Mapleton with three. Okay. You have Sporting Heron Morton, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. coming out of the relegation zone with one. And then Irvington, Bates Hendricks, and Atletico Pogues run, rounding at the bottom of League One. Mm. Your app properties, League Two. You'll have Upper Downtown FC leading over Sporting White River and Intermonon, all the six. Southside Soccer Club, Broad Ripple, City, Old North United, and Old Speedway are all sitting at three. And then your bottom four is uh, Midtown, Old North, Near East. Midtown Fountain Square Near East. Old 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 North. Old North did your list go away points. or something? Or did you not yeah, my fully list, prep? My list went away. <laughs> your bottom four. 
Midtown FC, FC Found Square, Garfield AC, and Near East United. Cool. So I need to clarify something that I said last week, I think, because we were talking about promotion relegation. Mm -hmm. Kyle said three go up, three go down. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, two go up, two go down. I was wrong. We were both wrong. It's weird. So as you guys might have noticed, we do not have a full 24 teams this year. Two teams have been temporarily retired just for rostering purposes, for ease of having full teams. That way no one's showing up with, you know, four people and having to forfeit. Mm-hmm. Those two teams are AC Mile Square and Real West. So one of those was a League One team. One of them was a League Two. West, League Two, is staying in League Two this year. Um, essentially, they're invisible at the bottom of the board. AC Mile Square is going to be automatically relegated into mm-hmm. League Two. So they're basically just always going to hold that bottom spot on League One. So that's why technically, like, it is going to look like two are going down mm-hmm. and three are going up. But it is in fact three and three. It is in fact three and three. Will be two going down and three going up. Yes. With a ghost going down. Yes. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun, and then it'll be a good chance. Um, you know, we have high hopes for. Uh, both teams you know, returning. this upcoming offseason, yeah, teams returning. We have no reason to think that this is going to be a long-term solution. Um, and so that's also going to give people a better chance of signing up. If you're signing up for the first time, you've never played for the league, you've never played for a team, and you're like, oh, they're League One. Oh, they're like top of the table League One. Like, that's a little intimidating, especially if you don't know anybody. So move them down there with the rest, give other folks a chance to go up, and we'll see what happens next year. All right, before we get into next week's schedule, we have one more game to talk about. Mm. The At Properties League Showcase. This week was the Commissioner's Cup, Garfield AC versus Mass Ave United. Garfield won 5-3. to three. They won the Commissioner's Cup. It was so exciting, and that all happened by a random draw, right? It was mm-hmm. with the two teams that were... So Garfield was supposed well, to play. I'm saying like we didn't plan the Commissioner's no, Cup for to sure. happen. We did it not. was we it did just not. happened it to just be happened. the Commissioner's Cup and an interleague or intraleague. I have seen both in writing. We need to work on some consistency here. Hey. Inter. 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 Internet. Intranet. Inter. Interstate. Intrastate. Inter league. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it was a brand-new trophy this year for the Commissioner's Cup. I uh, asked Carrie if she wanted to keep it. If they were to win, she said no. Then I was getting photos of her at a bar with it, drinking from it. So Yeah, so they took it to Garfield Brewing, which I think mm-hmm. is appropriate. Yeah. For sure. Um, I think they literally just said, fill this like a pitcher, which is fun because I don't think they do pitchers at Garfield Brewing. <laughs> and the team was drinking for it. I love it. It was a real, like, Stanley Cup moment. Like, it's a true cup which mm-hmm. I just love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I But drink. then later, it all changed. Oh, when, when, when Mapleton attacked. The Mapleton Nation attacked. Kyle, what happened? Um, Mapleton left a note, and I can pull up the note, um, basically saying that, hey, you had a great time with this trophy, and that's fantastic, um, but we're going we're gonna to borrow it for a little bit. And uh, if you want it back... The exact quote is, we stole your cup. Your is spelled Y-E-R. Challenge. If you want it back, challenge. Mapleton FC. Cheers. So might we get maybe 
sometime later this year, a little, little friendly between Garfield and Mapleton to decide this? I think we're going to have to. I think we're going to have to. And Which I, is fun because I think because of Indy Cup purposes, later on as teams are eliminated, we have more flexibility for friendlies given that Garfield and or Mapleton are not otherwise tied up. Yeah, and if they both win, they could meet up in the Indy Cup. That could be a round two draw. It could be. Now, have we received a ransom note? Is there any proof that the hostage is alive? Um, we have not seen the hostage. This the was of life. written in pen on a Garfield Park Brewing napkin. Yeah. Um, so a solid ransom note, eight out of 10. I do have to say, I am getting upset about the trophies I buy that disappear in the all, over the season. <laughs> they all get stolen. Or broken. <laughs> so let's just hope it comes back in one piece. It is glass. It is. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I think Mableton will take care of it. Oh, yeah. Um, while it's gone. Um, but could this be something like the Stanley Cup where, granted, they'll never actually be able to win this cup because they're not part of the Commissioner's mm-hmm. Cup trophy. Maybe it will bring them bad luck against Mass Ave. Ooh. Oh, and that could be decisive in League One or the Indy Cup. Could be. Mapleton, we would just like to see proof of life. That's it. Um, frankly, just a Twitter picture. Just add us. Let us know it's alive. Let us know it's healthy. And Garfield would also like to know. I like a newspaper with today or the day's date. Mm-hmm. Would be nice. Yeah. Mapleton, we're giving you a lot to play with mm-hmm. right now. We better see a photo before game day. Newspaper and a bottle of hot sauce just to prove it's alive. All right. We are now entering the first week of the Indy Cup. Never before have we, we had have. a in-season tournament. As you know, we all voted for this to happen. The NBA copied us. Premier League copied us. Yeah. Why not? Everything starts in Indy. So, Kyle, you have the first round matches for the Indy Cup. Yeah. Got some real interesting ones here. Maybe we can get some thoughts from Noah once we get to his cup tie. Um, But starting it off strong, two League Two teams taking each other on Near East United FC Fountain Square. Both teams looking for their first win this year. If a team wins, maybe it could a little jumpstart something in the you know, regular season for them as well. Should be an interesting game. I think if there's a game that goes to penalties, it'll be this one. Looking forward to it. Um, after that, we've got Martindale and Irvington. So a battle of two League One teams. And one newly promoted, one a stalwart in League One. Should be lots of fun. Um, it'll be interesting with that one too because there will be a rematch later in the season. Ooh, someone's going to want revenge later because this cannot end in a tie. Oh. Third game, we've got Old North United and Mapleton. Very strong League One team. Team that's won a game in League Two. Probably the funnest color match. That baby blue and the strong purple. It'll be a good game. Good game. Any insight there? I mean, they held a very strong team to just five goals last week. So I think mm-hmm. Old North is coming in strong. Mm-hmm. We have heard from, from Mapleton as well. They'll be down a couple of key players. They will be. It's, Indy Cup scheduling worked out well for them this year. Yeah, it's giving it's giving cups set energy. We'll see. Um, Upper Downtown and Mass, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue United is our next game. Uh, Mass Ave coming off of a loss, um, a loss where they were down a few people. Some of them 
maybe playing pickleball beforehand and thinking the game was at 740 and not 620. Um, it does happen, uh, but a full-strength Mass Ave this week and a top-of-the-table upper downtown setting up to be spicy. I think that'll be a good one, too. Next game, we've got Old Speedway and Meridian Kessler United. Speedway, maybe a bit of a tough draw. Jason, how you thinking? Going up against the top team in League One right now. I hope. I, th- I think his name was Max. I just started playing with this team. He just got married. Congratulations. We haven't officially met yet. Please come <laughs> back. You're the starting keeper of this team. Was he on a honeymoon this week? Like, is yeah. that why you didn't play? <laughs> I'm a, sorry I didn't fill in very well for you, but. It happens. You know, you just got to roll with the punches. And we'll see how Speedway rolls with MKU. Yeah. Uh, and then the final game. Possibly the game of the cup so far. Real Fletcher Place taken off in League One and then a strong sporting White River team in League Two. Saucy, I think, is a good adjective for it. Noah, how are you feeling? Yeah, we're uh, we're excited for the competition. Um, the team's goal is to get promoted to League One at the end of the season, so this is a good test for our ability to compete at that level. Um, Real Fletcher Place for us seems to be a really big question mark. They had a friendly in the first week, and they played a um, rebuilding uh, Irvington squad in the second week. So I'm not sure um, how much how much their metal has been tested yet, and we're gonna we're hoping to go out and really test test them and make make them prove that they belong in League One. Yeah, should be a heck of a matchup at 7:40. Um, any early game plans, anything you're thinking about doing that you want to share but not totally? Yeah, so our strategy is going to continue to be the same, have the entire team be under 30 and very fast. That will win soccer games. Okay. <laughs> yes. And that concludes our cup games. We do have some friendlies that we'll want to talk about. Yeah, our uh, first friendly match will be... Hallville CD versus Southside Soccer Club. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it for a number of reasons. We lost to Hallville in both of our first seasons two years ago, nine to nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do remember it. Um, the goal is to go out there and compete and to maybe win a game as a friendly, but I would like a little bit of revenge from that first year personally, and at least a goal. At least that would a be goal. good. All right, well, Hallville's coming off uh, a big win, so we'll see see how friendly we keep it. So. Minor um, correction, my whole team is not and Hallville, 30, all- and I'm going to upset some people by saying that. So to the people on my team, I apologize. Hallville also has multiple new players this week. Yes. From last, that were not on the team last week. Yes, I believe uh, our Kasky brother is coming back for this week. Shit. Just one of them? Yeah, we only have one this year. Um, we have another random draw trophy. The Bates Hendricks FC versus Garfield AC, the trash trophy. Yes. Garbage game for the trash trophy. Just randomly drawn. So Garfield versus Bates. Long history there. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe the trophy actually made its way to the trash dump and uh, doesn't exist at the moment, but... It's time to rebuild. They can do it from just their alleyways. Just go out in the alleyways, clean some stuff up, 
get some glue, put it together, bring it. Please no sharp objects. That's all we ask. That's your trash trophy game. Uh, another friendly, you'll have Midtown FC versus Aletico Pogues run. Riverside City taking on Broad Ripple City. And Enter Monon against Sporting Heron Morton. Those, those, the Pogues run game and Midtown game is really interesting because both those teams need to win. Neither of them have gotten there. They physically can't tie, I think. In the it's a friendly. Are we? Doing? I mean, I don't think we're gonna make them go to PKs in a friendly. Do it. I will. If you're listening, do it. If if we are tied with Hawville, we are doing PKs. Well, if it's the Cole interleague showcase, no. it's going to PKs. Interleague showcase goes to PKs. Um, the round one of the Indy Cup will go to PKs. Friendlies, if you really want to, I don't think there's anything stopping you. As long as you're not holding up the game behind you. Exactly. Yes. But we have this beautiful new 20-minute window, and so that whole, shouldn't be an issue. A whole empty field, I believe. Maybe not this week. But then you'd potentially have to move. We'd have to move one of the games. Well, you just move your rivalry. People don't like PKs change. To People don't like change, Jason. And then the other interesting game, Monon, Riding High. Aaron Morton struggling, but coming together. That's a test game, kind of like you were saying with Real Fletcher Place, Noah. See how much Monon can maybe compete with a League One team. Yeah, I think Inter Monon is a really, really solid squad, and I, that's probably my most interesting friendly of the week is to see how they do against that next level of competition as well. Yeah, they're secretly tall, which doesn't sound like it could be a secret, but they appear taller on the field than in person. It's really weird. I saw him roll up for the first week, and I was like, when did they did they hire Giants? This is confusing. So what else do we have on that uh, agenda of yours, Kyle? Oh, let's see. What else can we talk about? Um, we can talk about the soccer tournament that happened. A.K.A. the soccer tournament. The soccer tournament. Hey, Kyle, what's the soccer tournament about? So the soccer tournament uh, came from the people who created the basketball tournament. Uh <laughs> And basically, it was a showdown in Cary, North Carolina over the weekend. Um, teams from all across the world came together. Some Premier League teams brought teams that were either people who had retired or played for them in the past or youth academies. There was a team who brought real professionals. Spoiler, they did not win. Um, Woof. <laughs> and yeah, Como FC. We're sorry. Um, and then... Uh, several former ND11 players, some on the IU team, some on Sneaky Fox, which was put together by uh, Michael McGee, who played for Chicago Fire. Um, and yeah, basically it was, I think, 32 teams in eight groups. Two got through from each group, and they did a knockout uh, round. And if you won the tournament, you got a million dollars. If you came in second or lower, you got nothing. Um, My favorite part is it was 7v7. 7v7. It was smaller fields. It was... Yeah. Basically ripping off of Indy City mm -hmm. football. 7v7, and if they had a rule that uh, they, at a set time, they said, okay, basically, um, if it was 4-2, first team to 5. 3-1, um, first team to 4. Uh, and that was who won. And if every five minutes you had to take a player off. So it would go 6v6, 5v5. There was a game that got to 2v2 where it was an outfield player and a goalie. Love it. Um, so interesting and so different. Um, the team that won, uh, it was from Newtown, Connecticut. Um, portion of the funds, just want to shout out this team, is going to the community. 
uh, portion of what they won is going to several different local charities. Obviously, that's very much so embodies what we do at Indy City Football. So great on them. Where's our millions? I would like to put a team together. I say we take half of Riverside City. <laughs> um, we take... Uh, this is like our all-star game on steroids. Chope? Chope, you gotta go. It's just Chope, actually. Can we get Molly back? We bring Molly. Can we borrow her from 11 women? We play the greatest hits. We would be the ultimate vibes team. Love Lots it. of it was bush so fun. It, Listen, if Clint Dempsey can put together a team, so can we. Yeah. Was He wasn't the professional team, though, was he? No, the professional team was Como... I they're think from, Como 1902 or Como FC. They're from Missouri, right? No, they play in Serie B in Italy. They are a second division team in Italy. They brought some professionals, some youth players, um, including Patrick Cretone, who was the leading goal scorer of the tournament, former Premier League player, um, and they did not win. They were bounced, I think, in the quarterfinal. They got to the last eight. <laughs> Um, Crazy. Yeah. Are these games available to watch? They were available to watch. Uh, all of the pool games were streamed on YouTube. Um, I watched a couple of them. Um, fell in love with Sneaky Fox, which is part of the reason why I know so much about them, uh, with former 11 player as well, Drew Connor. Um, they played really, really well. All those games were available on YouTube, and then all of the games after that were on Peacock. Um, yeah, it was a very... Interesting look at soccer. I don't think uh, there was a lot of people who were like, we don't know how well this is going to go. And the general consensus is people loved it. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe it got a little larger. We'll see. But you have to go to North Carolina. Carry North Carolina. A soccer mecca, apparently. All right. Sounds like the start of like a mini FA Cup. Just keep expanding it. It does. 700 teams over <laughs> one week. Maybe not 700, but I would like to see 64. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the really interesting thing about it is of all the, like, Brisha Dortmund brought a team, Wolverhampton Wonders brought a team. How do you all, get a team into this? Some were invited, um, and some were, like, found out about it and were like, hey, we can play if you need us. That's actually what Newtown did, and they won the whole thing. Um but there were a lot of those like British Dortmunds that didn't take it as seriously, brought some TikTokers, got bounced <laughs> in the group stage. Um, so, yeah. My official position about Indy City is if we put a team together, we could not do worse than Borussia Dortmund did. There you go. You have the agenda. I have the agenda. Um, okay. There is another uh, tournament that I watched late last night. It was a finale. Ooh. The FCCSL. I don't know. What did we watch last night, Cole? CONCACAF Champions League. Oh, yeah. Uh, Goodbye, Noah Simpson. Goodbye, Noah. Bye. Thanks for hanging with us. It's always fun. I'll be sad when you guys lose this week. Uh, We're not going to. (laughs) And I'll be happy when you lose to us. But uh, Real... Oh, Real Fletcher plays. I'm sure you guys are wonderful. Let's have a fun game. Oh, I thought you played us this week. That's why I was trash talking. No. I'm so sorry. I hope you do well. I hope you do great. Bye. I think, no, you did not meet me. Okay. Uh, so we were watching the 
championship last night. Mm-hmm. LAFC versus Leon. Yes. Leon. Club Leon. Uh, so I regularly confused myself because what I did not realize is that they would play one home game, one away game. So basically they play at each stadium and they have an aggregate score of the total score. And that's what wins, not mm-hmm. just individually if you win each game or lose each, whatever. And so what I did not realize is that the aggregate score was live updated based on current scoring practices. I Mm -hmm. at one point thought that there were three games had. Where would that third game be played? I don't know. (laughs) Neutral sites. Um, So Leon won first, Mm -hmm. two to one. And then when we tuned into this game, we're up one zero. Mm -hmm. So that made them three one in the aggregate. Um, Yellow cards everywhere. Mm -hmm. Because so what? Like this is an individual cup. So, like, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. I don't think. Like, it has no impact on anything else. Mm-hmm. So, like, why not get a yellow card? Uh, some guy ended up bleeding from his head. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But they patched it and put a swim cap on him. And then super late in the game, he was bleeding through the swim cap. It was just, like, dripping down his neck. And the oh. ref is like, you have to get him out of here. Like, you have to take care of this. And so they, like, took him over to the sidelines, and then one of the coaches just, like, spraying him with a water bottle to, like, wash it off. And he's like, it's fine. <laughs> so I just wonder how he's doing, if he's okay. Um, it Not was interesting medicine. to me that, like, he's literally bleeding from the head, and they didn't sub him off. Yeah. Um, that feels like a reason to maybe go home. Yeah. So. You might call it or there. at least a doctor. I'm wondering if we have swim caps in our ICF our first, aid. first aid bag. If you're bleeding out of your out of your head please I, go anywhere please, else anywhere else <laughs> the hospital, hospital urgent care home well another game we had was the indy 11 yeah indy 11 um back to winning ways for the first time in weeks and this was against charlotte uh charleston charleston yeah. i remember i can visualize on a piece of paper that we wrote char so i just guessed yeah. and it wasn't even it, it's not a Bottom mid team. It was the top of the East. Top of the East team. Top of the East. Um, top of the East. Too. Perhaps a, a wee bit lucky. Um, Charleston received a red card in the nineteenth second. Second. Not minute. We second. turned. Cole and I turned the game on late because I had gone to pick up food and we like to bet on the game, so mm-hmm. we don't start until we're both there. And we turned it on, and I was like, "Oh, they have a red card." What? We're only mm-hmm. four minutes into this game. What the heck happened? And then they're talking about how it's like one of the fastest red cards in USL ch- like history. Yeah, one of the fastest red cards in USL League history. Uh, not a red it, card. I don't think it was a red card. It was not. Cole, what did you think? Definitely yellow. Cole's shaking his head now. Like, probably a foul. Definitely a oh, foul. Definitely a yellow. Harsh a red penalty. in not even the first minute of a game. Yeah. Um, Which we heard, like I heard that it was a red card in the 19th second. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what did they do? Like, did you just run up the field and punch somebody in the face? Like Mm -hmm. what could possibly happen to warrant something that strong so soon? And it was not that strong. This ref was just setting a precedent. I had to wait till the replays on YouTube came out to watch that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
oh, that's what yeah. the red card was. Yeah, we like All watched right. a replay and yeah. I like didn't realize that it was the red card. I kind of thought it was like something else happening. Yeah. I was like, oh wait, that was it? That was it? Yeah. Yeah, shout out Crazy. to USL Tactics and the USL show. I was able to watch that play on Twitter because they posted it because I was not watching the game either. Um, and then, you know. So could the 11 have beaten a full strength team? One would <laughs> think so. I would mean, one? So would goals. one? So it was four, oh, four nil on Asterisk. this game. But- as you, Kyle, pointed out, it was two PKs, an own goal, and one goal by Indy 11. Fantastic mm. goal from Molina, and I will say it's fantastic because he ran to the back post and tapped it in. That sounds routine. The 11 have had an issue with creating routine goals all year. Yeah. No one has converted those. Um, so if Molina is the answer to that, Molina, we, we're, we're trending up, trending up. Um, and I will take an own goal in two PKs after some of the shit I think we've seen so far. For sure. All I can say is uh, be smart if you make a drinking game out of a Indy 11 game. Mm-hmm. The things that you would use for Premier League or other any other soccer league in the world will get you mildly having a good time. <laughs> Very quickly it turns terrible. Um, based on the rules that Cole and I had set up, Prior to the game, we both mm-hmm. would have had to finish two drinks um, by the time we tuned in to the fourth minute because of that red card and PK nonsense. So <laughs> try this with your next Indy City football game. Speaking of drinking games, it's the summer of peach, boys. Summer of peach. Bush peach. It's been out for a while. We're mm-hmm. still drinking it. Have you guys bought more? Uh, I, I, I couldn't find any at my last grocery trip. I was sent with two further cases, so I'm... I have so much bush peach right now. Beautiful. Do you also feel like there's been an influx of peach products specifically? There has. So I sent a picture to our pod squad of Twizzlers peach that I saw at Menards. Um, there, I was previously drinking Leinenkugel peach, mm-hmm. which is like a good counter to their summer shandy. Um, there was something else. Simply Lemonade. Simply Lemonade, yeah. Pack. It's just, it's everywhere. Everything is peach. Uh, Cole and I rediscovered Fresca, which is amazing. It is one of the best drinks. I'm drinking it right now. I brought it to the place we were recording. It is so good. Uh, Found out they have a peach Fresca. Fresca, holla at us. It's so good. Mixed with tequila. Oh, fantastic. So this is the summer of peach. So maybe. Summer of peach. Let us know if you find anything unique. Let us know. We're going to keep looking. Let us know if you want us to review anything, peach. Live on air. Chewing sounds included. <laughs> oh, Cole made a sign. Cole it looks a like sign. a ransom note. It says, Indie Cup, thanks for visiting. Greatness achieved. No bush, sun- bush, the sound of victory. No sunflower seeds, no metal spikes. A plus work. Beautiful. Some it, team is going to get to take a photo behind that at the end of all of this. I love it. That was a good vision, Cole. You thought it, you said, let's make it happen, and you made it happen, and it's good. We made it happen. happen. Guys, that's the power of friendship. What else you got? Do you want to talk about racing, like we always talk about? Well, IndyCar update? IndyCar was uh, at Detroit this weekend. Um, Some things you can always count on in an IndyCar race. Pillow doing really well. Mm -hmm. Grosjean hitting a wall. Herta losing part of a car. Yeah. And um, actually, what Connor Daly not doing well, not being mentioned usually at all during the entire broadcast. 
someone they mentioned uh if you can be better than connor daly you're in a good spot you're in a good one spot. of the announcers we talk about connor daly more than the than, than they do yeah but the uh the race was at a new track the streets of detroit they moved off of bell isle mm-hmm. into this downtown area of detroit like it makes me so sad indy will never do that because we have IMS. Yeah, we wouldn't have a Why would we yeah. block off the streets when we have this amazing speedway? Which I get what you're saying. But yeah. wouldn't it also be super cool? Yeah, it would be. To do it, you can go through the circle. I had the idea. I'll tell my idea later. Keep talking about Detroit. I'm um, So the race was kind of leading up to before the race. It might be a like a shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very bumpy. Very bumpy track, um, a lot of 90-degree turns, mm-hmm. very a, long straightaway. Not a lot of data. Not a lot of what looked like good passing zones, but unlike Nashville, turned out to be a very good race. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. Um, they did like 60 laps under green before mm-hmm. the caution started coming out more at the end, mm-hmm. but even then, um, it turned out to be a very enjoyable race to watch. Yeah, I caught I caught the last ten laps. Um, I wanted to ask you, Jason, specifically about Rossi and Rosenquest there at the end. A little spicy on both ends. Discuss they it were, internally. Discuss and now it we'll internally. discuss it internally. They were battling. I feel like at multiple points during this race, they were. Mm-hmm. They were. Um, they'll talk about it internally. <laughs> I'll talk about it internally. I like how Rosenquist decided not to, though. Yeah, he talked more openly about it than Rossi did, but uh, uh, yeah, Rossi. I think he said it well at first too. He was gifted the second position when Power and Dixon collided. Yeah, and um, so him falling back to fifth was where where he rightfully would have been. Um, he did not like battling against his teammate Felix. Felix did kind of push him a little bit wide um, to allow, to allow Dixon through. But um, good race for for both McLarens, though. So, what happened to Pato? What knocked him out early? Pato, they did not get the left rear tire on all the way during a pit stop, which put him a lap down. And then, as he was trying to stay in front of the leader, he ended up wrecking. Mm. I would really appreciate as a, a Roman Grosjean fan if. Um, he did not try to hug the wall with his entire car just for for one one race. Just I keep swear, it to himself. I swear you could hear him yell "fuck" through his oh, helmet. Oh, he was so on mad. TV. I I tuned in with the last ten laps, and you could hear me yell "fuck" when I realized he was out. So I could only imagine how he felt. He was not happy in the. He was car. like hitting the steering wheel. It was, oh, he was mad. Yeah. He was mad. Yeah. I think we should draw our ideal indie road course. I want to see if you got a map and they said, Kyle Janer, we are bringing IndyCar to the streets of downtown Indianapolis. What's that road course? I want. I would like we do for, it in Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to create this on the spot. You can bring it to no, next no, week. No, no, no. We'll bring it next week. Yeah. Oh, I've got an, I got an idea. I yeah. wanted to draw. Yeah. And when, these are what roughly like a mile and a half road courses. Mile and a half to two miles. Uh, Indy's road course is two and a half. Road America is longer. It's I like think four, anywhere from like a mile and a half to two and a half. Is keep, it, keep it to like two to four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
It doesn't fun. have to be two miles. It can be under, but, you know. I'll tell Carrie this as well. Yeah. I'm as, I mean, I know she's going to listen to this, but I'll text it to her as well. So that way she has the information without finding out with the rest of the league. Yeah. We'll post, we'll post a picture like we're hanging up our art on uh-huh. the fridge on Twitter. Yeah, it's going to be And have beautiful. a little vote. And then someone in this league's got to be able to recreate it in some kind of program that we can race. Oh, yeah. So. Well, we do. Oh. Oh. Mm. Can we create our own, like, iRacing track surely that requires a lot of software that we do not have well interesting <laughs> someone in this league oh i racing they actually like bring machines and scan the track mm-hmm. oh yeah we that is that. the that's how north wilkesboro speedway ended up getting the all-star races because dale Earnhardt jr decided he does tons of i racing decided that he wanted to i race on north wilkesboro because it's closed and basically it took off from there there so. there may be a loophole to this because I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the game Watchdogs. It was originally supposed to be based in Indianapolis and they started to develop the city starting with the circle. So there's a possibility that file is somewhere. I'm sure it's possible. So do we just email Naughty Dog and say... email Naughty Dog? Hey, Naughty Dog. Hey, Naughty Dog. Ubisoft. Hey, Ubisoft. It really wasn't... Not no, it was not. I mean, if anyone Look would it know, it's Cole. Up. But. You're welcome. I'm looking it up. Definitely wasn't Naughty Dog. <laughs> Naughty Dog does not do open world games. I realize oh. we're all waiting for me. Yeah. This is where I edited it. Who made it? It was published by Ubisoft. <laughs> I was right. If anyone would know, it's cool. Do you have anything left in your book? The only thing I had left was the Indianapolis Colts player that's going to get suspended for (gasps) betting on games. And Um, and it just broke, like, right before we got here. It is, quote, not a star. Um, So that rules (laughs) out Jonathan Taylor. um, Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. Oh, Shaquille Leonard. Shaquille Leonard, sorry. Yeah, Quentin Nelson, probably. Could it be Kenny Moore? Um, There is a very rude portion of Twitter who is hoping it's Kenny Moore. I stumbled on a portion of Twitter. Um, I like Kenny Moore. We love to just take a player that could be really good and just force them out of town by being just terrible people. Yeah. Um, Which we don't have much to keep people here. But there was a account that was a parody account that said it was Michael Pittman, who people believed because they had the photo of Adam Schefter. He's our number one. Yeah. some names that it could possibly be if you're looking at not star status, but starter status, Ro- Isaiah Rogers, Quiddy Payne. They said everyone will know them. Quiddy Payne. Is it our new quarterback? No. He no. Can't not that. a star because he hasn't played yet, but everybody There's been knows no them. NFL games that he could have bet on since he yeah. signed. Alec Pierce. That would be bad. He's our Ryan two. Kelly. I don't know. We won't know. We'll know next week. Um, But what I did want to ask is, in case Indy City Football is ever looking for an official betting partner, just let us know who you used. Isn't that Isaiah Rogers Sr.? Does that come out with who it is? ESPN has reported that it is Isaiah Rogers Sr., who is slated to be the team's top option outside cornerback in a contract year. Um, So, fun fact. Are we uh, breaking news? Yeah. Are uh, we breaking news? We can break that news because Podmother Liesel has a connection (gasps) to this. Uh, this is your firmer associates, the Colts player that they were dating. That Finn just thinks you're talking to him, and he's having <laughs> such a good time. 
Dang. Um, that would be That's a, rough, buddy. That would be a loss for the Colts. He is their kick returner. He fucked around and He's found out. A he good found corner. out. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm wondering, he was concussed for a bit last year. Listen, listen, listen. Colts were poised for a top four pick, and maybe we're poised for a top three pick now. If we don't have a number one corner, we're going to get smoked. I think that wraps up our episode, right? Yeah, we broke some news. We broke down some scores and had we'll, a good time. We'll have a double uh, VPR. Is that the is that the acronym? Vanderpoint rules, right? Vander Vanderpump rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we'll have a a double length VPR next week for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, Finn. Yeah, it came through. <laughs> All right, thank you, everybody. This has been Indy City Football. We'll talk to you after the first round of the Indy Cup. This episode of Indy City Football Live is brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Turketti's, nobody beats our meats. Once the 87th most popular U.S. soccer podcast for one day in July 2022, this show is brought to you by an all-star cast of Indianapolis Super Volunteers. Executive producer, host, engineer, and editor, Jason Racefan Chisholm. Executive producer, show host, porch host, and bachelorette expert in residence, Carrie Slow Hockey on Grass Burge. Assistant to the producers, league analyst, and vice shadow commissioner, Cole For the Bush Street. Manager of the assistant to the producers, and owner of the first legit city football tattoo, Shelby, that's really her name, Street. Executive producer, occasional interviewer, and league commissioner, Jordan, the ghost of Smoke Mountain Updike. Along with these Hoosiers and a litany of partners, sponsors, players, and random people who walked into the studio because they saw us on Twitter, this has been Indy City Football Live, created by the Pod Squad and brought to you by Turketti. Thank you, have a good night, be a good neighbor. And this seemed like a very evenly matched. You should cut out everything I just said. That sounded very mean. All of it. <laughs> Please don't put this on the internet. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in.